0: Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of the Varsity Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Wojcik here with the record North Shore founding member, Joe Coglin. We are back here doing another summer episode of the Varsity Podcast um, where we're going to do a three-quarter format this week. Um, In the first quarter, we are going to talk some hoops Um, as we had some local stars competing at the Maccabia Games. So we'll recap some fun um, stories there. In the second quarter, we will talk some local uh, soccer, as we had a local uh, club team earn a national title. And then in the third quarter, we will uh, talk some baseball here, as uh, Summer League Baseball is over. So we'll recap how the Wilmite Waves did over the summer um just a quick reminder before we get started here that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available check us out there's a lot of good stuff there got a lot of great interviews um as well so make sure you are checking out subscribe and uh get ready for a uh, football season and the fall as we are getting here we'll have more uh, content and previews in the coming weeks but um make sure you're, you're caught up on everything that else is happening and get ready for a fun fall but why don't we start here in the first period, where we talked some hoops. Um, we had some uh, local athletes compete at the Maccabiah Games. Um, we were had, held in uh, Israel um, in the last couple weeks of July here. Um, really a, a fun little opportunity for a number of Jewish athletes from the New Trier area. Um, local stars helped Team USA dominate the 21st Maccabiah Games held in Israel for much of the month of July. Um, when uh, the Americas won gold medals in multitude of events. So Joe, I know you got a chance to catch up with a lot of these athletes. Um, just how cool of an event was this, obviously just being able to travel, um, you know, halfway across the world and compete in a really cool tournament and also represent team USA.
1: Yeah, I think they, they saw an incredible value in it. And, uh, you know words like eye-opening experience and, and just remarkable um time and, and tournaments and very cool thing for these jewish athletes out of the, out of the area as we know the north shore um as, as you know compared to other parts of illinois as a pretty high jewish population and obviously uh, a lot of those uh jewish folks are, are talented in sports and, and play so um a lot of them made team usa now it's you know This is huge. This is, you know, um, these teams are made up of people from across the country. And we had a lot of new Trier. uh, Actually, everyone we had had new Trier connections um, that we found out playing these games over in Israel. Um, And most with the on the basketball court, um, just some really, really big talents playing for Team USA on the basketball courts, both on the girls and the boys side. Um, And uh, obviously, like you said, kind of just a special experience, I think, is quote from Rachel Zacks, who's a, a rising junior for Nutriere. Uh, You know, I think it's really moving to have Jewish athletes, each with a passion for their sport and Jewish identity from over 50 countries congregate in the same spot to compete in the sports they love. I think that summarizes it pretty great. Um, and Zacks's 18U uh, girls team won the gold. Um, they came away with a victory over um, team Israel, 79-75. Um, They actually beat Team Israel in four overtimes earlier in the tournament in group play and uh, met them up again in the title game. And Zax went went, went nuts, Uh, 23 points, eight rebounds. She had four three-pointers. She was named the game's MVP. You're going to start hearing that game's MVP a lot because uh, our guys, um, if I can claim them, um, did really well uh, in this tournament. So pretty cool stuff. Um, and, and Rachel had a great tournament. She's going to be a big piece for New Trier going forward. She's a little bit uh, of everything. Great passer, uh, good shooter. Um, she can handle the ball, score in traffic. She's going to be – and defend. She's going to be really good. But let's not get too much into New Trier. That was at the game. She had a great tournament. Then on the boys' side, the opposite of Zach's team, uh, the 18U boys – featured Noah Shannon, who you might remember from the boys' basketball team, had a great season. He went for 19-9 and in the title game, won the game's MVP um, in their 91-79 win over Team Israel. So big game for Shannon. We talked to him as well. Um, he said, this, this, uh, this is special to me because I've never realized there were this many Jews who played competitive sports. I was told we almost had 30,000 people in the ceremony for the opening games. Pretty cool stuff. Um, on the men's open, which is another division uh, that they have there, Sam Silverstein, a, a Nutria alumnus, he's over at playing for Harvard right now. He scored 19 in the in the gold medal game, another gold medal. Um, they beat France 81 to 70. Um, so he was the the MVP as well. And then on the 16 new team again, boys basketball, Logan Feller uh, scored 15 with six boards in the in a 90 to 62 kind of a runaway victory over Israel. I believe Logan was MVP of the game as well. So all four of our guys uh, that we had locally um, won MVPs of their final games in four different divisions Um, that men's open with Sam Silverstein is coached by the uh, fundamental U founder, Mike Weinstein, who's a, who's a local guy too. He's from Highland park, um, Highland park high school. So that's a lot of information, but that's basketball. It was awesome. Um, They kicked butt. I think, uh, there were seven divisions and Team USA won six of the seven. Um, so all gold medals. Um, we also had one local competing in soccer and that was Basie Shannon. Um, she won the gold medal with her team and U16 Team USA soccer. They picked up a 2-1 victory over the Netherlands. Um, and, uh, you know, she kind of told me that Maccabie is special because everyone is Jewish. Every team you play against everyone you are with in the hotels. It's just so cool to be around so many Jews. So just an awesome, just, you could tell how much these guys, they took the time to write me back while they're over in Israel um, during these games. They didn't have much time. And uh, not only was it special, they were successful. Um, so it's, it's just a really cool short story. I hope you check it out with the photos. Great stuff.
0: Yeah, it's a very cool thing, especially for a lot of people who don't know about the event. It's an international spectacle that began in 1932, and every four years um, unites Jewish competitors from across the globe, and I think that's something that uh, a lot of these players kind of, you know, took for, uh, you know, kind of were happy to experience, where um, obviously they were happy to win um, gold medals and represent Team USA, but they were also happy to, you know, be part of the environment, be um, part of a cool event which brings so many people from um, around the world, it seemed like everyone that you talked to, or at least that wrote back to you, um, was really proud of, you know, being part of uh, such a cool event.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they got to play, I think, um, special too, if we, if we can pinpoint the 18 new boys, even Noah Shannon, um, Yogi, uh, Yo, Ilif, or Olif, I'm sorry, he's from Niles. Uh, he was there too. So Noah's been playing with him for years. It was cool to be over there. They talked, he talked about that. Uh, playing on the same court on an international stage. But, yeah, just, I mean, you know, opening games, 30,000 people. Uh, you get to compete in that as a teenager um, for most of these guys. Um, and, uh, you know, win a gold medal. You can take home a gold medal. That's unbelievable um, on an international level. Uh, so it's such a cool event. And every four years, so it's rare they even get the chance to be part of them. Uh, pretty great.
0: So that's a really cool story. Make sure you check it out at therecordnorthshore.org and uh, read the whole story and get the um, full quotes and really cool uh, opportunity for a lot of local current athletes and former athletes as well. All right, we're going to jump on over now to the second quarter where we talk some soccer. I had a local uh, uh, soccer team, uh, club team, uh, earn its first ever national title. That's the FC1 Academy U14 team. Um, they won the U.S. Soccer National Presidents Cup on July 10th in North Carolina. Um, really got um, off to a really good start and defeated a Pennsylvania team three to nothing for the Academy's uh, U-14 Elite Blue team title. Joe, um, some local talent competing in this and a lot of fun um, memories like like we talked about in the first quarter for the uh, games there, but also a lot of fun, cool memories for. Um, these athletes competing in this uh, national tournament.
1: Yeah, what a summer for these girls um, competing in this kind of President's Cup series, going from the state level to the regional level, which was in St. Louis, and then kind of coming back uh, because they lost the match at the regional uh, in St. Louis, coming back in uh, kind of a winner go home, definitely a winner go home um, in the finals and winning and uh, advancing to the championship. So I guess, you know, Coach talked about Coach Kyle Kurz. They faced a lot of winter go home games and always kind of stepped up to the task when they were in those positions. Um, and for this program, SC1 Academy, which, you know, think of any football club program, um, travel, soccer, there's many different divisions and teams and competitive uh, brackets and things like that. And uh, this was the U14 Elite Blue. Um, So girls who are about to enter high school around that age. Uh, But this was the first national title across the academy. So across the whole uh, organization, Um, they had not won one, obviously not very easy to win one, but they're, and they're only 12 years old, you know, some academies and soccer clubs and other travel clubs are much older. They're, they're just 12 years old and this is their first one. So pretty cool stuff. Um, In the championship game at the president's cup final in North Carolina, they scored Against the team they, that beat them earlier in the tournament, uh, they scored 40 seconds into the match, K.S. Schneider with a, with a rifle shot from about 35 yards out. Uh, scored a goal and kind of sparked that uh, 3-0 victory kind of um, in control throughout the match to really bring home that President's Cup. A lot of local girls, I think a roster of about you know, 15 or 20. Um, two of them are from Highland Park, Reese Crosby and Nadia Byberry. And then one from Wilmette, Katherine Sheen. Uh, Catherine Sheen, Um, a lot from Glenview, a lot from Northbrook, and some from some other communities as well, uh, such as Chicago and um, Glenview. Uh, I said Glenview, yeah, so Glenview, Morton Grove, Evanston. Um, So a little, little kind of amalgamation of uh, all over the area. Girls coming together to do this, and you know, you have these summer tournaments all the time. I feel like in travel, and, and you win here and you win there. Um, but uh, marching all the way to finals and taking home a national championship, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, definitely very very cool, especially just reading through the story, just how um, everyone really contributed, like uh, the coach talked about how it wasn't just one player kind of leading the way throughout, you know, the entire game. They relied on one big scorer, one big goalkeeper who was able to kind of keep the team in a lot of games. A lot of these girls, everyone contributed, which um, makes for a fun tournament. It also makes for great memories. Just knowing that everyone played a role in, uh, you know, winning this ta- this title.
1: Yeah. And we weren't there, but it certainly seemed like um, from, from what the coach was telling us, these girls really kind of, uh, united uh to win this one um, and uh, came together when it mattered most uh he gave some credit to uh positive health and uh throughout the tournament both from injury and from illness so that obviously helps especially in this time where um we're, we're kind of trying to navigate covid still and other illnesses and so they were lucky on that front and they took it home and now they got to, to say they're national champs forever
0: All right, congrats to them and uh, all the great memories they made. And we're going to move on over now to the third quarter, where we are going to talk some summer league baseball here, which capped off uh, last Wednesday, uh, July 20th. Um, The Wilmadden Waves making it to the summer league title, but unfortunately um, couldn't uh, take advantage of the opportunities they got. And some late miscues really cost the waves in the title, losing to the Evanston Naturals in um, the Illinois Summer League Baseball Championship, um, like I said on July twentieth in Evanston, and Joe, it seemed like a, uh, a walk-off victory for the uh, Naturals. Really, uh, they took were able to take advantage of uh, some miscues here t- at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, overall, um, really just a sloppy game. Um, as I kind of detail in the story, Will Matt scored early on, uh, taking advantage of some Evanston errors, and then. It kind of came back to bite them at the end, where you know uh, the errors uh, affected Will Met on the defensive side. Uh, you know, three kind of miscues, um, you know, sparked that little comeback, loaded the bases, and then um, Evanson scored a couple um, on that, and, and they walked it off, and they picked up Evanson's second straight um, Illinois Summer Baseball League title. This is a. Wood bat, Wooden Bat League made up of uh, some summer baseball teams kind of of the high schools in the area. I think 8 teams are in the league, spread across two divisions. Um I think Morton Grove's in there too, kind of as the main south affiliate and Evanston as mentioned, uh, Will Mets the newer affiliate. Um Loyal is actually not in it anymore. They're in uh they kind of spread out. Um Highland Park's in it too anyway. Um from across the region. Um this year's Matt team was kind of made up of, uh, you know, a lot of their players from the New Trier summer, but also some of New Trier's higher and older talents uh, played on different travel leagues, such as Top Tier or um, now I can't remember the name of other travel teams around here, but uh, I think Hitters is another one. But anyway, um so they didn't kind of have this isn't a new triers team as I'm sure it's not Evanston's team, but it's a lot of players who will play for them or are playing for the new trier program. They had a good season, 24 and 16, and it just kind of got bit by the uh, the error bug there in the final the final inning. Uh, but they got second, um, so uh, not a bad summer. Picked up a lot of things.
0: Yeah, very cool for them to get back uh, to the tournament title. I, I guess I should say the league title. Um, they finished their season 24-16 and um, one, adding 13 victories in weekend tournament play. Um, they made the championship after 11-6-1 record in the tournament in the league. Um, second seed in the postseason tournament, and Wilmette opened uh, Wednesday with a 10-0 win over Highland Park after a complete game from Trevor Burns. We always talk about this every summer, Joe. How much do you really take from summer league baseball? Um, how much do you kind of? take that and apply it for the next upcoming spring, or is it pretty much just we're working on stuff and I wouldn't really take too much from it?
1: Yeah, it's just reps. Uh, It's getting gameplay against good competition, good local competition. Uh, You're playing with a wood bat. So it really uh, focuses on squaring up the baseball at the plate. Um, And uh, that, that's huge for the hitters there. Um, I think that can only benefit them going forward. Um, You know, it doesn't change your swing or anything. uh, I hope. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's, I'm sure coach Napoleon and his staff are looking for more nuanced things from specific people, you know, can this guy, what positions can he play? Cause it's a lot of younger rising juniors, rising sophomores, um, getting in there and getting, uh, kind of, kind of close to varsity action, uh, just in the summer league. So it's all about the reps. Um, and I think he talked about, he was pretty happy with it. You know, they, uh, they had, a, they had a starter, Aiden Nolan, played a lot. He started for them at the, toward the end of the season, most of the season, I think, for New and um, he was the team's MVP. He played a ton of games, 40 of the 41 games, coach told me, and um, played great in the field, also led the team in hitting and in stolen bases, and um, he was the team's MVP. So things like that, I think you're just trying to get those reps and, and get make sure those guys keep playing.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's always good to uh, get those reps, get ready for um, the upcoming spring, but... Uh, congrats to the Womad Waves on a strong season. Obviously, it didn't end the way they wanted it to, but um, um, but a strong season nonetheless. Get to uh, get some reps here in the summer league before moving things over and uh, getting focused on the fall season, whether that be football, um, cross country, soccer, whatever um, it be. Getting ready to get started over there as we are. Heading into the final weeks of the high school sports summer, I guess we would call it because uh, tryouts start on August 8th. So um, we'll have some more stuff to talk about in the upcoming week, uh, weeks of the podcast, but that's everything that we've got for this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks as always for listening. Just a quick reminder you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available, Apple, Spotify, Android, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there for now. Let us know um leave a nice little review as well we always appreciate the kind words and let us know if we can do better or if there are some things that you think that we could um address obviously the summer is always a good time to kind of slow down and um just figure out some things that we can help how we can make the podcast even better so if you got some thoughts let us know but we always appreciate uh the feedback and hearing back from uh fans but like i said that's everything that we've got for this week's episode we'll probably have some Uh, Fall prep going on in the next couple weeks. We'll definitely have a football preview show coming up. We'll have a fall preview show coming up as well as we are getting into the final portion of the summer here as always. So make sure you appreciate it and enjoy it. And before we get uh, really jump back into the craziness that is the fall season, make sure you're checking out my stuff at Friday Night Drive. I got a lot of good info on a lot of the CCL teams we've got here good look at the ccl blue division red division white division as well so check out my work there and as always check out joe's work at the record a lot of great stuff both sports wise news wise feature wise everything that's going on in the north shore area make sure you're checking out joe's work at the record north shore but for michael thanks for joe thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you guys down the road see ya
1: Thank you for listening to the varsity uh, product of the record Northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.